we're good to go with another man in the van brought to you by whole shop motorhomes and crossbox um i have to say i don't mind i don't mind admitting this back in 1986 i uh bunked off doing some homework because i wanted to do a drawing and i did a drawing of this gentleman and took it to matchams to get him to sign it i never thought all these years later uh you'd be sat in a van just candidly chatting with me you know like oh, every detail that's when you had your robert kit is it you signed it you complimented it you didn't just diss it off you probably can't remember any of this you've signed loads of autographs in your yeah. time so um yeah here we are it's all a bit surreal still to this day um three time i still say four time Prefer three. You prefer three because yeah. you have one. Four, a uh, three-time world 500cc champion, Dave Thorpe. Dave, great to have you in the van. Oh, nice chatting. to be here. Yeah, nice to be here. Seen them, um, and you're complimentary about them, which is always nice. But this is this is a bit of a. Uh, we're not just going to talk about your career. We're going to talk about your career through, the, uh, uh, basically, uh, a medium that you've now finally got. Well, you say finally got around to doing. Um, you've you've written a book, which is a awesome tell us about it well it um it's been a long time in the making really um i kind of did start something quite a few years ago and uh then i stopped it because um i'm a strange person really when some, <laughs> when honestly i am but when things start to get on top of me and i've got lots of things going on i don't try and carry on with them all i something has to go so right. i can focus on something because it's just the way I am. I prefer to give 110%. Right, see, it's yeah. funny. See, straight away, straight away, there's something within two minutes I yeah. did not know. I, I, yeah, I like to, if everything starts to get on top of me, there's always something that's got to go. And uh, the book went and uh, I dropped it. And then um, just before COVID, Gail, my wife, she was, um, Dave, you know, so many people ask you about a book. And I said, yeah, I know, but you know, I'm not really sure. I said, I'm not really sure that people would be interested, really, because it's, Come you know, on, it's old. You? Yeah, I did, really? I, honestly. Are you just, kidding me? You've no, got to be I kidding me. See, I'm a civilian now. I don't a look civilian. back and go, wow, you know, it's just yeah. not how I am. So Gary said, look, I think you'd be quite surprised. So then I kind of give it some thought. Who could I do it with? And then Jack Burnicle, uh right from the very beginning when I was just starting out as a sort of semi-pro rider Jack was an aspiring journalist yeah. and um, we used to spend a lot of time together and Gail said to me well look you know you get on well with Jack why don't you have a chat with Jack so we talked it through and that's really where it began and then Covid hit so this was post Covid by how many years just, just, uh, just literally just about a year before six months before yeah. Yeah. yeah and then Covid hit and then our whole world went upside down yeah. for all of us yeah but fortunately, Jack and I continued to talk via Zoom um, over a long period of time. You know, we'd sort of square off a day or a morning or two days in a week. And we just basically went through it systematically and then tried to put it together in a formula. And then it went back and forth loads of times. I bet. And I'll be honest, you know, I never really realized how much effort goes into a book and uh, it's been amazing for me dad Gail all of the family it's been amazing to go back over it and talk about it and then bring pictures out that actually engage the brain and get oh do you know what I remember that I remember yeah. this and you know one of the hardest bits of the book for me really was uh, Eric 
George and Harkin are not here. Mm. And uh, I couldn't kind of pick up the phone. You know, I used to speak to Eric and George uh, periodically, but I couldn't pick up the phone to any of them and go, oh, do you remember this? Uh, so I had to really think it through yeah. myself. And then uh, when the book was, uh, was finished in terms of words uh, with Jack and I, um, then, as you know, it goes to a proofreader. Yeah. And then that opens another can of worms because obviously, um, you know, I'm just a normal lad that happened to be able to ride a motorbike quite well. So uh, I didn't want the book to be taken over in a way that it's not how I speak. Yeah. You know, that's, a, that's a valid point because yeah. it happens a lot. You know, I just wanted it to be how I am. Mm. So then the lady that proofread it from the publishers, the people who are publishing it for us, um, she, I got on really well with her, which was great because she understood exactly what I wanted yeah. or didn't want rather from the beginning. Um, so then as that started to evolve, then uh, Gail and Honda, uh, a gentleman called Nick Bennett and Honda UK, they really got on board. And at that point, Gail really drove the everything about it with Nick. And you'll see in the months that come by now, you know, we went to Namur, we've done some filming, yeah, there's some amazing stuff there. And um, Gail uh, had contacted Andre Malherb, who I speak to via text occasionally, but she got hold of him. And when we went to Namur, you know, we managed to go and see him. Um, and I kind of thought we'd go and see him and have a chat with no cameras but he was more than happy to have the cameras there and I kind of loved that. Oh uh, yeah, sure. You know, it was... Because uh, that, f I it, mean... We had some well, you wonderful had, oh, times together. I can, and, uh, yeah. He did make me chuckle, uh, not to spoil anything if they use it, Honda, but we had a little chit chat and the guy was chatting to Andre and he says to him, so Andre, what, what would Dave's good points be when he was a racer? Mm. So <laughs> he kind of said, well, obviously, technically he was good and then he'd say that physically I was good mentally I was really strong and then he looked at me and then he said and he'd always use my settings and it just <laughs> creased me up really I'll tell you what I could see that moment like I wasn't there obviously but uh, for those of you who have watched the film uh, uh, Days of Thunder when they're both injured and then they, they're wheelchairing I could see you two still being like that now I could I absolutely could because you know the rivalry, like you said, the Eric. All of, I mean, just the names you mentioned there in the world of motocross. You know, okay, you've written a book, obviously your story, but the people you were racing against, you know, that they're to be entwined into the their story as well, and the battles. I mean, for me, for example, um, obviously the Farley race. Everybody talks about. Still, one of my one of my favorite races of yours was still luxembourg 86 i i watched that videotape over and over and over back and forth and back and forth relentless yeah. for 45 minutes yeah there was uh it was an amazing race and yeah there's not many championships that go to the wire with potentially four guys mm. that can walk away with a number one play yeah so um yeah, there's there's some great stuff in the book. I mean, obviously it starts right early doors yeah. when I'm young and all the time in my MCA racing with them and then when I turn into the ACU, kind of learning my trade. Um, there's some, um, yeah, there's some really cool bits. And then, of course, once you get involved in the HRC bubble, 
obviously everything becomes uh, a different animal then. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Like you said, the whole the whole story of it for me, and then I guess, like you said, there's certain things, but there must be moments researching with Jack, things that you've clearly forgotten about. Absolutely. That, that, that you're yeah. like, oh my god, yeah, like, and and then I guess that process of just these memories coming flooding back from doing the research. And Jack, let's be honest, his photo catalogue and library is so. I mean, yeah, yeah he's got an amazing amount of photography photographs and to be honest you know you talk about the riders of, uh, of the 80s but also we had so many great photographers in that period who have been amazing yeah. with us for yeah. pictures in the book um, so yeah it's uh, it has been uh, a great journey with the book um, but the day that we pushed that button and it went there was a big sigh of relief. Yeah, you know, because it's um, you want to, yeah, you 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 want to explain a story. And I often say to Gail, you know, a little bit worried about, you know, people might not like it. And she said, Dave, it's not about like or not like because you can't change history. It happened exactly, exactly that. That's exactly what she. And said. that's from your viewpoint. Yeah, and it's from where I sat in a sweaty helmet. Yeah. and my take yeah. on how I felt, what it was like and the whole scenario of dealing with everything. Yeah, because what, you know, as I said, for me as a youngster in that era and the, the moments, the, the highs, the lows, which, we, which you get in sport, we've kind of lived them with you, but from outside, never really fully appreciating what, you know, I can remember like when the Namor incident, when you broke your hat, you know, the hand, and then your body English on that video, it's yeah. just, it's there. Yeah. You don't even, you wouldn't even have to say anything. You just slump, you know, was it Steve Whit? Steve Whitelock, my boss. Yeah. You know, and it's just it's like, oh, that right there and then you kind of knew that's probably that's another one that's got away. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, you, you know? Yeah, it's um, it is it is an interesting scenario, and uh, the other bit that people won't really necessarily think about the book, but it's about from the beginning to now, and it's about also I talk about the difficulty, in some ways, of going from a professional racer to what I consider now just a civilian. <laughs> I like the term civilian. <laughs> but by the way, like you feel like you wasn't a civilian before that. Yeah, That's brilliant. But, but that whole transition <laughs> of, of of you know pretty much having everything done for you, and then all of a sudden you kind of just yeah fall into a normal nine till five role of yeah. whatever you're doing. And that I talk a little bit about that and the transition of the the young riders that I started to do work with and how I, um, yeah, how I maybe didn't get it right early on and just all those things. That's, just... that's it, see, you got me intrigued just with that alone. Having obviously myself running a, a team and stuff like that. But like you say, you're not, that you're you and everything that you did to become successful is not necessarily always gonna work with sure. somebody else. Yeah, and, and you kind of, you're- But you've always done it your way, so yeah. you don't know any different, no, right? It's and, tough, isn't it? And you'll see in the book how, you know, certain people, to be fair, there was one mum that said something to me that is mentioned in there, and it really made me register, actually. What is she talking about? Yeah. And then you go home and you digest it, and you think, yeah, do you know what? She's right. And then it kind of, you start to evolve it all then. And, you know, after racing for myself, I've had, the most amazing riders across the board, young and older, that have have been an absolute 
pleasure to work with and alongside yeah. and yeah you've got that whole transition of of being a rider and having everything there and then all of a sudden you're a team manager stroke owner and then you're having to pull everything there for that rider to mm. have that experience yeah and it, yeah it's, yeah um, as I said, even with that wealth of experience of being a rider, but because you were so in that that bubble, particularly at yep. that time, HRC yep. and all their might, yeah, was a different level. You know, yep. obviously the team that you do with Honda backing is amazing, but back then the, the resources alone into yeah. that was very different. Well, no different than as it is now. The only difference is with uh, Tim is that the fact that they're you know just two riders instead of three oh yeah four. sorry not not yeah. with Tim yeah. I meant with what oh, you're yeah. doing oh, you yeah. know like you yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very very different yeah. yeah so oh that would be a good chapter to read then what about obviously like okay you've mentioned Gail quite a lot uh Lewis and Ryan have they had a chance to read it yet or whatever did they help on the because you know I obviously remember seeing pictures Lewis so big when you were going for world championship I'm not even sure Ryan was born when you won your first world championship no he wasn't no, no. so yeah, Louis was so yeah no but then they, it's got to be they, so cool for them yeah they don't really remember so much because they were really quite young then mm. um you know when we look at pictures obviously they'd see yeah see things and the, you know they you know they've uh they've seen the video they've seen the promotional videos um yeah it's uh it, it must be strange for them too. I'm sure it because, is. Because, uh, you know, they see a lot of pictures they maybe haven't necessarily seen mm. before. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's, uh, it's... And the same with Gail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm the only person that's read the book back to front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's been in the house for a long <laughs> time. And uh, I always say to Gail, are you finished that book? No, 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 I need to do that. <laughs> but... Gail is really, really busy doing yeah. lots of things. I hasten to add for me, yeah. so uh, it's uh, yeah, it will be interesting to really. It's, well, I, uh, I'm certainly looking forward to it. One bit um, for me that's always been kind of special um, with your career and whatever, um, though, is your dad. Now, the reason I say that is because your dad was involved with the RTT Honda team that I was involved with back in 2004, and we went to America, and I really got to know your dad a bit more during that time and he and he was so good to me like in, incredible you know and then and it was we was only in america for those two or three weeks but he was so he, you know he could tell that i was just i was on the team as a rider but also helping put the team together and he was so supportive and i'll always remember that but then for him as well you know because i always relate to all the vhs videos because that's how i used to watch your career and obviously like when you won the one in 85 in, in, in Roland and then they do that interview with you afterwards you're you're keeping it in check just about oh, he's probably fully unsunk in but your dad's just there isn't he? and and he, he starts to go up. he's yeah. going yeah and that is that is always stuck with me because I've always thought Christ yeah that just goes to show it's not it's such a family thing to, to achieve in anything particularly in sport at that level it's not you got your team around you, but it's so personal to the time and investment that he put into you. Yeah, well, mum and dad, you know, when you... Yeah, so when, I never yeah, really... Yeah. When you read the book, you kind of... You, you'll understand that at the end of the day, I was... Uh, uh, I've got no siblings, so I'm yeah. an only. And my parents moved from Lon London to Bracknell. We lived in a council house. And, you know, there are certain elements, and I always say this to everybody, there are certain elements in my life where the right door is opened at the right time. Yeah. You know, and I've been very fortunate. You've still got to walk through it, though. You have. You, 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 you've still got to walk through it. But for some people, for whatever reason, they don't just have that right, right full 
yeah know, it doesn't fall their way but there's been times in my life where you know if without those doors opening and without pushing that little bit further in there I could never have achieved early on yeah. what, where I wanted to be um, and it's yeah it's quite interesting when you start mulling over it how the sort of catalogue of things happened and when I broke my leg I thought my world had ended you know when mm. you're 18 years old and you can't ride your bike for the best part of 13 months you think it's the end of the world really. yeah um, so just when you're on the precipice of breaking yes. through as well yeah. yeah but in reflection you do have a lot of time yeah. to think of what you really really want in life yeah and um, I've always been brought up by both my parents to you know if you really want something Dave you've got to take it with both hands yeah you're either all in or you're all out yeah and that's always there mentality with me it's just well like you said at the start like with the book <laughs> like you couldn't commit to it until you were yeah. ready to fully yeah. commit to yeah. it yeah. yeah yeah oh it's gonna be good I'm looking forward to it um, because it's just been kind of long overdue that's not a pop at you for taking your time <laughs> but you know so many of us took me my generation and others like you said you felt that you maybe want relative to the next generation all these kids that are here racing the day at Whitby and whatnot but you know certainly for my generation and people even older than me you know whenever sorry to put it in <laughs> but no but they were iconic key moments you know I can remember uh, so many of them like Farley 89 uh, you know like you'd never quite been able to put it together over two races there because of obviously the famous one in 85 and whatever and then bang like romped to it romped it and they had a youth support there that, that is red hot and yeah, I remember being hot. sat on yeah. top of the van because we could get a good view from the paddock and thinking god he's gonna do it he's, he's finally gonna win the second moto and get it done and things like that yeah, yeah. I just I, I have been lucky to be surrounded by great people um my dad being behind me all the time, every step of the way. It's funny because Honda, I don't know where they found it, they found a little clip which is is, is out there. And uh, when I watched it, I said to Gail, oh, looks like dad's getting angry with me there. Because like, <laughs> as, I, as I come by, he shows me the board and then he sort of just has this gesture at me and I was thinking, oh, I, obviously I'd just gone by, I didn't quite see it, but when I saw it on the camera, I was thinking, he didn't normally get angry with me. So maybe I won't quite twist. Even the even he was enough. like, "God, we're gonna get this thing done once and for all." Ah, uh, it's it's looking good. So when so what's the book called and when's it out, Dave? So it's no regrets, and there actually is a little bit that most people miss at the minute, which says "Well, almost" yeah. underneath it. Yeah. And um, uh, the the book uh, pre-sale is now and uh, should be going out to people by the end of August. Yeah. Um, I do plan to have some books at uh, Fox Hills. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, that we will sign there so yeah it's uh it's begun you'll be back in your prompt signing more autographs that day than back in the day <laughs> yeah maybe yeah you probably will there'll be a queue i, I guarantee it well i hope people enjoy it because, yeah uh, i know gail and i have had a lot of fun putting uh, it together dave from a certain generation obviously like it's there you go it's hero status of course we're going to buy it and read it yeah, bang cool. on uh well i'll let you go because we, we've, we've got to do other stuff now <laughs> team managers meetings and all sorts it never stops being a team manager does it no but it's uh <laughs> to be honest this is a journey yeah isn't it yeah it's five and a half hours from devon yeah i think Roger said it was seven and a half hours in the lorry it's a long way but 
from my memories of Whitby, um, it should be yeah. uh, should be good racing. Yeah, Dave was good good racing. Yeah. yeah. So we'll let you go. There you Thank go. You. Buy this gentleman's book. You know you want to. Oh, we certainly will. And uh, we wish you the best. We we'll get you in another time actually to talk about the team more. Okay. We'll do that at some yeah. point as well. Okay. Because I still I still like in the beginning of the year with your your quote with Tommy and whatever. <laughs> still, but that's another subject. So we'll do that another time. There we go. Bang on twenty minutes. Dave will let Thank you run you. off. Thanks Thank you again. very much. There you go. Thank Dave Ross. Three-time world champ. We're done. Again, thanks to Whole Shot Mohomes and uh, Crossbox. And uh, we'll see you for another Man in the Van soon. Thanks a lot.